This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I'm your co-host and podcast editor, Jim Bass. And I'm your co-host and assistant podcast editor, Maya Gottschall. In this episode, Jim and I sit down with several Red and Black staff members to discuss the 95th Academy Awards ceremony. From their Oscar snubs to the big victories, staff members give their takes and reactions to all of the awards given out. Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu slash coxinstitute. Every year, the Academy Awards comes around to give out awards to films from the previous year on the biggest stage. The annual event is a major topic that captivates the world and leads to plenty of discourse and debate. Entering this year, the same can be said for most of the awards categories. Going into the evening, the film Everything Everywhere All at Once drove the most fanfare, especially here in the Red and Black newsroom. The film over the course of the evening racked up seven wins from its 11 nominations and was the talk of the night. By the time Best Picture was announced, most had already seen the writing on the wall, and it took home Best Picture Oscar. Although the film stole the show, several other films took home victories but left a few major films including The Banshees of Inishirin, Tar, Elvis, and The Fablemans all coming out of the night with nothing to the surprise of many. After the awards, Maya and I caught up with several Red and Black staffers to get their opinions on the awards given out, what they were most surprised about, and their general takeaway from this year's Academy Awards ceremony. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, First off, what is your name and what is your position here at the Red and Black? My name is Abby, and I am the digital design editor here. Very cool. And uh, I know you're a big film person, and I wanted to get your initial thoughts and reactions to this year's Oscar. Um, it was kind of what I expected. Like, I am very big into, like, watching all the other award shows and seeing where that's going to go. So I kind of expected an Everything Everywhere sweep. I was kind of surprised at how much All Quiet on the Western Front won, which maybe I shouldn't have. It did really well at the BAFTAs. But yeah, I was surprised at how much it won and that the fact that, like, Tar and Banshees and none of that won anything. Yeah, that was very surprising to me as well. Um, I was a person who definitely thought Banshees was at least getting a few things. So um, it was very surprising to see that. But, I mean, just in general, what did you think about the Everything Everywhere All One Sweep? I was really happy with it. I know, like, some people might not be. I know it, like, it's not everyone's favorite, but in some ways it makes sense that it won this year. It's the most crazy, and it was a really big swing. But I know the Oscars are really trying to, like, I guess not rebrand themselves, but do do something a little bit more um, interesting, I guess, for, for the younger kids, the younger audience. So it was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of feel that way, too. Um, but it did feel like um, a lot of the awards that were given out were, like, very, like, I don't know. They're all feel-good stories in a way, which is really interesting to see. Um, you know, like, supporting actress, uh, supporting actor. I don't know. And then Brendan Fraser, of course. This was definitely the, like comeback year narrative i think for especially for all the actors yeah for sure and the oscars itself after last year's events so yeah it actually it increased viewership i think by i don't know a few million (laughs) i'm not surprised um but i mean other than this i mean what other wins caught your eye other than those the all quiet on the western front score was really interesting to me i kind of i wasn't sure if babylon was gonna win it but i kind of thought it was it was and so when it lost I was like, man, I don't know. I, I like the All Quiet on the Western Front score. It's just, it wasn't as good as Babylon. Absolutely. I understand that. I also felt like that one was a little 
confusing. The Jamie Lee Curtis one was a little confusing too, because I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis was the best uh, supporting actress even in the movie. So she definitely wasn't. <laughs> but I think I don't know. I think the Oscars tend to like give career awards, and I'll be really curious. Like I think Amy Adams is due for a career award. Side note. Amy Adams is due for a career award very soon. Um, but, yeah, I think Jamie Lee Curtis has just been in the industry for so long. And it's kind of her time. And I also don't know if she's ever going to be in another movie like this where she's going to have the opportunity to actually win anything. And so I think maybe that's what a lot of people were thinking. Like, oh, this is her time. Here's her award. Because Angela Bassett will probably get nominated again. And then, like, Stephanie Hsu has her entire career in front of her to win. Even though I think Stephanie Hsu was way better understandable completely and what what films do you feel like got snubbed or maybe deserved more and i know you mentioned a few earlier but in terms of like nominations mm-hmm. or like yeah um i think women talking could have like i think in a different year women talking could have gotten like an, a few actor noms um i think in terms of like nominations decision to leave cinematography and editing those two would have been really good. Also, just, like, foreign film, or I guess international film in general. I thought EO was a really interesting nom. I personally didn't enjoy it that much. Yeah, sometimes I do feel like they kind of reach for a lot of the international films. Like, I think there's, I think there was other options that were a lot better, so. I also found Triangle of Sadness to be a really interesting best picture nom. I don't know, I just feel like out of all the international films that they kind of, every year they kind of latch onto one. I just thought it was interesting that it was, I guess they had two this year, but I thought it was interesting that it was tri- um, Triangle of Sadness. I did like they included it, though. Um, it did win the Cannes Film Festival Palme d'Or this past mm-hmm. year, so, and I know you'll be going this year, which is yeah. really exciting, and Kelly was there last year. Kelly will be the one we're talking to next, but that's really exciting stuff. Um, and what would you say your, like, favorite, like, win was the whole entire night? Probably Michelle Yeoh. Like, I really appreciate she was again she was one of those like i guess not even comeback stories but um just like oh you've been in the industry for so long so like let us finally in a role that was very good and very um emotional for a lot of the audience so probably michelle yo um i also like the guillermo del toro win i really enjoyed pinocchio and while i enjoyed all the other animated movies this year i don't know there was something about pinocchio that was just so good yeah no, I understand that completely. I think mine was the Sarah Polly win for Women Talking. Oh, yeah, that, that too. Was, that was really good. Yeah, that was definitely mine. That was the best director snub, I think. Oh, I was yeah, thinking that too. I reread, I will, I read the book after I saw that movie. And it's like, at first I didn't understand why she got a best, like, best adapted screenplay. And then I read it and I realized how complicated just like technically that was to do. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I feel like that movie had a lot of logistics to it with such a large ensemble cast that she probably should have gotten a little bit more recognition for. For sure. Um, and last question, do you have any predictions for next year's Oscars? Barbie, Oppenheimer, who's to really say? Um, I think like my actual prediction is I do think Spider-Verse will probably end up winning Best Animated. I don't really, looking at the slate of like animated movies, I don't really know if there's anything coming out that would top that if it's anything if it's anything as good as the first one then it's probably not gonna and then it's probably gonna win um there's some interesting movies like i think joaquin phoenix and Bo is afraid will be really interesting i know that's coming out like really soon like in april and early movies aren't always the best in terms of awards but they also like joaquin phoenix and it's also an ari aster movie 
I think it's a horror movie. I'm not quite sure. It looked like a horror movie. Wes Anderson, I think, might have a film coming out. The Oscars really love Wes Anderson. Yeah. I think it's Asteroid City. But um, I don't know when that's slated to actually come out. And I know the Scorsese film's coming out soon, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. I actually recently listened to that book on like as an audiobook. It was really good. Yeah. Um, it was very much a dad book, though. <laughs> so I'll be interested to see how he adapts that. Absolutely. Well, that's about all I had, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us. Um, first off, what is your position here at The Red and Black? So I am the video desk editor here at The Red and Black. Awesome. And I just wanted to get your first initial reactions to this year's Oscar. I honestly found it really inspiring. I think this was, the, this was the first year in a while that the speeches were very humble and not necessarily politically charged. And they really came from like a place like, you know, from their heart instead of being like, oh, I'm act- being an activist, but I'm actually like a billionaire. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I understand that. I felt there was a lot of passion out there, too. A lot of tears, um, which was nice. And I guess about the awards themselves, like, what did you think? about the awards that were given out? Um, I can agree with most of them. I think there was a lot of snubs when it came to women directors, especially after Sun, Women Talking, and The Woman King. Like, you saw them get praise and maybe other nominations, but not necessarily for, like, Best Director or Best Screenplay or anything technical, which those films actually did have a really great, like, technically to them. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know you mentioned After Sun. I think After Sun got one nomination. That was for Best Actor. Yeah. Um, I did also think... Um, After Sun deserved a bit more, but well, what did you think about the uh, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, like kind of like sweeping the entire night? I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. Everything, everywhere, all at once isn't like my favorite film ever, but I think it's a step forward for the Academy, sort of nominating these wacky stories that aren't necessarily the Academy mold anymore. And I think it's interesting because like the Daniels also have an inspiring story, like they are like both film majors in college they met in college and now like they literally won an oscar so i can go behind their story is it my favorite film ever no like the humor doesn't land 100 percent of the time and it often feels like diary of a wimpy kid humor but you know what like i'm okay with that winning an oscar because i've never seen any film like it even be nominated for something like that no absolutely i do agree um like fully i i, I was going for either banshees or tar to win best picture or or um, just like mo- like a, a lot of the awards, but I do understand, and I think it's pretty cool that it did win so many awards. Um, so put a, put a smile on my face by the end of the night. So, um, other than this, what other wins did catch your eye in a good or bad way? Um, I am honestly, I was very pleasantly surprised by the Jamie Lee Curtis um win. I think she's definitely paid her dues. I mean, she's obviously like is the queen of horror with Halloween, and often the Academy doesn't really recognize those films as like being academy award winning so i think this was probably her only shot to really get that academy like nomination and maybe it wasn't her best performance but i still think overall she's had a great career and i was pleasantly surprised by her winning and i don't know she's just so humble and so funny she deserved that win yeah understandable that actually does bring the question though with like the oscars um do you do you should you go more career-based award giving or should it just be solely based on the movie you're in I think because they've been so, like, not necessarily the best in the past decade or so, they have to almost play catch-up. But I think now that they're nominating movies like Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, 
I definitely think there's more opportunities for people that aren't in like war movies or period pieces to win awards for like horror or something else if that makes sense it does completely um i know the oscars are notorious for ignoring horror movies so yeah i don't know uh, other than all that stuff what like films do you think got snubbed or like maybe deserve more i know you mentioned some earlier um, yeah. the women directed films definitely decision to leave i remember seeing that movie in can and being blown away i love the cinematography and the very like rhythmic editing and I was just a little bit surprised. I also was disappointed that All Quiet on the Western Front won the best um, international film because I feel like for a while the Oscars was kind of moving away towards like Eurocentric countries winning these awards so I kind of felt like a step backwards for them winning especially I was really going for Argentina 1985 I thought it was a really great film so when I saw All Quiet on the Western Front win for that one I was a little bit disappointed. I understand. They did seem to pick that one a lot for the night. So, uh, Also, were there any films do you think that were missed during the nomination process that were not even nominated? Um, I definitely think A Woman King missed some nominations, A Decision to Leave as well. And I know After Sun got nominated for Best Actor, but I definitely think it should have deserved a little bit more, especially since that was her directorial debut and it was obviously like so amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I do hear you're on the newsroom, and I've known you for a, a little while. I'm surprised you didn't say Bullet Train. Oh, <laughs> I think Bullet Train was honestly a great movie. Um, I really loved Aaron Taylor Johnson in it. And honestly, I think the Oscars should really think about some action films because Bullet Train was fun and camp. And it was pretty much like, I don't know, I think Bullet Train cocaine bear sweep like that's going to be the future of the oscars when gen z gets to be on the table for uh, nominations that's what we're <laughs> going to see <laughs> i love it um i guess the last question i have um what are some wild predictions you have for next year i know you mentioned the cocaine bear <laughs> okay i like think cocaine bear might get just something obviously i don't know they already had the bear literally there as a presenter so like it made me think what are they what are they cooking up in there um, I think Best Actor might go to Christian Bale and the John Lee Bishop movie that he's playing. Just because Christian Bale, I feel like he's one of those seasoned ones that he's won Best Supporting Actor, but obviously, like, it's Christian Bale. Like, he's a great actor. He deserves that Best Actor, like, nom and win. I think for animation, I'm going to say something to curveball here. I think the Mario movie might get nominated. <laughs> Which is, like, I at first I was like, this movie's a joke. Like, there's no way it's actually going to be good. But then the more I see the trailer and I watch, like, the Nintendo Direct behind it, 600 people worked on the film and they had to make, like, new computers to render the film. So I definitely think, like, it's having some, like, good technology. And I think that and Spider-Verse will definitely be the top contenders for animation, in my opinion. I definitely hope that Barbie gets some nominations. Like, honestly, Margot Robbie really does deserve an Oscar nom for Best Actress. And if it's for Barbie, that's going to be a sleigh. And my girl, Greta Gerwig, she deserves something. Every movie she's ever made has been amazing. And she's just, like, my life inspiration. So for her to get nominated for Best Director for something like Barbie would just make, like, 10-year-old me so happy. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm also hoping for some Greta, Greta wins. So um, that's about all I had, though. Is there anything you'd like to add? Um, definitely be prepared for a cocaine bear sweep or a Barbie sweep. And I think my wild prediction is best supporting actress might go to Megan. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. Thanks so much for having me.
All right. Well, thank you for coming here, Sydney. Uh, first off, what is your position here at the Red and Black? Um, I'm the assistant culture editor. Very cool. Um, and I know you're in the film, and I know you went to Cannes last year. Yes. Um, I just want to know your initial reactions to this year's Oscars. So I pretty much had, like, made up my mind about what was going to win what. So I pretty much knew there was going to be an everything, everywhere, all at once sweep. Um, but what I wasn't expecting was the All Quiet on the Western Front, like, low-key sweeped in all the technical categories. Also, I thought Elvis was going to get at least one, or Tar, or Banshees, and the fact that all three of those got shut out was crazy. Um, I do feel like every year there is less and less variety in the awards, like, not as many films get awarded the bulk of the awards usually go to like the same movies so it makes sense but it was kind of sad because I really liked Banshees and Tar especially. All this was great. I saw it a really long time ago in May at Cannes so it's been a while. I'm glad Austin Butler didn't win though um, because I just feel like he's got time. He doesn't need to win right now and I don't know if he was necessarily super deserving um, and Jamie Lee Curtis was definitely a choice. <laughs> I understand it but I don't understand it at the same time, so, yeah. <laughs> well, other than those, um, what other wins, like, caught your eye, like, in a good or a bad way? Um, I'm glad that Pinocchio got animated feature, um, because I know, like, the cast and crew behind that movie was just so passionate about it, and I'm always glad to see, like, that rewarded. Michelle Yeoh, obviously... Um, there was like a little bit of talk before that like Kate Blanchett might sweep in and get it, which I would have been upset about because even though she was amazing in Tar, like was without a doubt like one of the best performances of her career, like she's already won three times. So if we're going to play like the whole awarding people for like what they've done in their career in the past, then it should go to Michelle Yeoh because Kate Blanchett has already won three. So um, I was excited about Brennan Fraser. I do wish it had been Colin Farrell, though, just because I loved Banshees so much, and he was so good in that. Like, he was amazing, and I'm hoping that this, like, opens him up to more roles like that so he can um, have another shot at the Oscar because I feel like he – it was just so stacked this year. Like, I feel like if Banshees had come out, then like, next year and he had been nominated, he could have taken it, but it was just so stacked with Brendan and Austin and um, the other people in that category – uh, so yeah. yeah absolutely I also agree that I think Colin Farrell probably should I, I think Colin should have gotten that one but um, I do completely agree what um, I thought was going to happen was I thought the votes were going to be split between Brendan and Colin and that was what was going to make Austin win mm. because it was going to be I think whatever like ended up happening it was super super close like I think if they like release those numbers that category by far was like the most competitive so yeah I wish they did release these numbers because you also mentioned Kate Blanchett I'm pretty sure Kate Blanchett probably got second oh for sure um for sure because I mean other than Michelle Yeoh I was like Kate Blanchett's the only one I can actually see winning this other than the other than Michelle Yeoh so. yeah and the academy loves Kate Blanchett yes no absolutely I guess uh what are some other films you feel like got snubbed I didn't mention Banshees and Tar are there any other ones on your mind um, Triangle of Sadness. I know it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but I really, really loved that movie. Also saw that in Cannes. It was nominated for only three, and so I kind of wish it had just been given a little bit, but I think in the acting categories, too. Um, also, it's, like, main star who, um, passed away this, like, 
past year was not in the in memoriam either so that was kind of weird um so i just wish it had been given a little bit more attention and then for um cinematography i thought that it was going to go to either um tar or what was the other one i thought cinematography could have gone to I don't remember, but I remember I was kind of surprised by All Quiet getting it. I haven't seen that movie, but from what I've seen, I mean, it looks good, but I just thought cinematography is always kind of a toss-up because none of those movies that are nominated ever have, like, terrible cinematography, Um, so it's kind of always just a toss-up, but yeah, I thought that was going to go to Tar, or um, there's another one I have for that one, but I can't remember what it was, and I don't want to get it wrong, but um. Yeah, and my friend was, like, really passionate that the whale was going to get best makeup, and I was like, I don't know, like, I was kind of hoping it would go to um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and it did go to the whale, which I was like, wow, okay, Um, but whale got two for two, which is pretty impressive, it was only nominated for two, and it won two, was not expecting that, Um, haven't seen that either, I think it looks too sad, so I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it. But I thought that was pretty impressive. I didn't expect that movie to show out that much. So yeah. congrats to them. Yes, uh, for sure. And I know you mentioned Best Cinematography a bunch. I always find that to be my category that I'm always, like, gravitate towards every year. I'm, like, I always have my specific opinions on those. And I feel like every year I'm just, like, disappointed. Yeah. So, and I I mean, Babylon wasn't even nominated. Oh, my gosh. That's the other thing is Best Score went to All Quiet. Yeah. And I was, like... Babylon has such a good score. Like, Babylon was such a flawed movie. It really was. But its score was by far the best out of any movie released this year, I feel. Um, And that score is just perfect. So I do feel like it deserved it. Um, Also, I am pretty passionate about original screenplay and was sad that Banshees didn't get that. I understand everything everywhere all at once. Like, I do... Um, cause it was like just so different and outlandish and it's never really been done before. And it tackled so many different themes, but Banshees was so good and so well-written and the dialogue was so amazing and it was just perfect. I, I feel like that was another pretty competitive category this year just because all the movies were so well-written and it's just that category. I feel like also kind of determines like how the rest of the big awards are going to go like with director and best picture. So, um, director also kind of surprised me. I think right before the ceremony, I was like, oh, the Daniels are going to get it. But the weeks leading up, I thought Todd Field was going to get it for Tar for some reason, just because I was like, if they're going to get Tar anything, they're going to give them that. Um, and he hasn't released a movie in so long. So I was like, maybe they'll give him director. But um, I'm glad it went to the Daniels. I'm happy for them. But I just didn't know about that one either until right up till the ceremony. Yeah, I understand. I also kind of had that thing where, you know, you usually pick a movie before the night starts where you're like, I'm just going to root for this. Yeah. And that was Banshees for me. Me too. So it was it was a little difficult watching it lose every single time, but And I just um, loved that movie so much and I yeah. wasn't expecting to. Like I just watched it cuz I was like, oh, it's on HBO Max, like I can watch it and it's going to be nominated for a bunch of Oscars. And then I did not expect to end up loving it so 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 much. Like I absolutely fell in love with it. Absolutely. Um, so I'm I'm sad, but that always happens to me every year. All the movies that I end up loving never get anything. Um, I did like everything everywhere all at once. I watched it way back in theaters in June, so it's been a while. I really don't remember a lot of it. Like I'll see clips on TikTok and stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was really cool, and I like really liked that, but I like didn't remember it. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that it got all those acting wins though. Again, Jamie Lee Curtis, I feel like Angela Bassett or even um, Carrie Condon could have, or Stephanie Chu. Yeah, literally. 
Like, if anybody's going to win from everything everywhere all at once, it's Cinnamon Stephanie Chu over Jamie Lee Curtis. I know that's a popular opinion, but yeah, it's probably the right one. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, that's pretty much all I had, but is there anything you'd like to add before I let you go? Not really. I'm just excited for next year's award season um, and for all the new TV shows that are going to come out, too. I saw that The Bear Season 2, they showed that, that it's going to be coming out in June during a commercial break, which I'm really excited about. Um, y'all should check out The Bear if you haven't seen it because it um, – don't think it's been nom- – I don't think it was eligible for last year's Emmys, but I think it will be nominated for a lot of Emmys this year, and it's really, really great. And, um, yeah, I'm like, just excited for to do this all over again because I really enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. All right. Thank you for having me. This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. Don't forget to check out our other weekly podcast, Between the Headphones, a UGA Sports Podcast. We hope to see you next week.